Good morning, America. This is your host, the FedEx Kid. You're listening to Shenanigans with me, the FedEx Kid. I would like to say good morning to my friends and family members and also random anchor podcast listeners. Hello to you as well. Leave me an emoji below of a microphone if you want me to listen to your podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Snow the Product, The Breakfast Club, my favorite YouTubers, rappers, and Instagrams, and if I have time, we'll definitely talk about pet adoption. I will also like to remind you guys that my upload schedule is Monday and Wednesday, and if you want to hear it on Monday and Wednesday, definitely you are going to have to turn into Anchor because it takes a while for the things to be uploaded to Google Play and Apple Podcasts. I know you guys might be wondering why I'm talking about some of the product and I would like to talk about it because it is part of the social issues sort of that are going to be part of my podcast. So celebrity gossip and social issues is what I'm dealing with right now. So the product was called out by a Tumblr creator user sort of and um Cassandra I think from Latina Rebels or something I follow her on Instagram I like her and I follow her on Twitter especially I appreciate everything she does because a lot of the times when you have sort of the strong will that she has people don't always react well to you and Definitely when I first commented on a page like hers, I said, why is Miley Cyrus so controversial? Or like, why are you, why do you guys hate her, right? Well, I got like 15 comments asking me if I was stupid. And I was like, no, I'm literally just asking you guys, why do you guys hate Miley Cyrus? You know, I grew up with her. I, and I'm not, I wasn't really, like, I know about the social issues that pertain to me specifically, but... Maybe I just didn't know anything about the appropriation that she was sort of being called out for. So Snow the product was called out because she trademarked the word, the phrase stay woke. And originally people like, I think uh, it was Erica Badu who sort of, not like, who sort of brought the phrase to prominence and it has been a phrase that mostly black people of color used for a long time ago. And she's saying that Snow the Product is prop. Cassandra saying that Snow the Product is profiting off of a phrase that sort of black people of color use. And um, she is a non-black person of color. As a fan of these, both of these people, it puts me in that position because you have to. I agree with like both of their sort of opinions and feelings and whatnot. I may have phrased that wrong. And so the product actually hasn't, you know, said anything. She said, let's have a conversation and film it. And Cassandra's not willing to do that. What I would like to point out is that I don't think Snow the product hit that Tumblr person with a copyright infringement thing. I don't think she would do that. If anything, it would be sort of more of the people that are part of the woke movement that don't know about how stay woke and woke was already a thing. I think Snow the Product 
trademarked it for her clothing. And if you check the trademark thing, it says for clothing. And it only really lists clothing. It doesn't list websites. It doesn't list songs. It doesn't list any of that. So I don't think it's at all evil. And a lot of her songs talk about that imagery of like waking up, literally like getting up from your bed and being alive and living in the moment. And you know, when I was, let's say 20, 21, 22, those sort of words really got me through the day. So I don't, songs really got me through the day. I don't think it's evil at all. I'm definitely not trying to speak over black people of color. I'm just giving my tiny little annoying opinion. But I, I think you guys should note that she wasn't deliberately stopping black people of color from using this. I think it was sort of like an accident that happened. And I think she will address it in the future because she's not one to just not give a shit about things, you know? Alright, so I told you guys I want to talk about what's going on with The Breakfast Club and why some people are saying boycott The Breakfast Club. So recently, Lil Duval was a guest on the show and when asked by Charlemagne the God what he would do if he found out the woman that he was dating with and sleeping with was trans, right? If she didn't disclose the fact that she was trans and he said somebody would have to die and he was trying to say that for a comedic effect and it honestly just wasn't funny at all and another thing he did was he misgendered Jeanette Mock who was also recently on the breakfast club talking about I think a book she wrote or something like that so that's a whole situation and I think it is one of those stories that sparks a sort of conversation where you know the things to note is that the murder of trans women of color, especially black trans women of color, is not funny and should not be used for a comedic effect. And also, it's wrong to misgender people. It's just fucked up. If You know, just don't do it. Just be the decent person and call people by their correct pronoun. I'm definitely interested in how the Breakfast Club will handle the situation and I do believe some sort of statement needs to be made. If you're interested in knowing more about the story, you can read the article that Jeanette Mock wrote for Allure.com and also um, follow Cat Black on Facebook. She talked about it a little bit. Yes. And now we're moving on to a lighter story. We're going to talk about my favorite IGs and since I didn't take too long with the other story, I can take a little time with this. The first IG that I would like to talk about, I'll be talking about for is Jessica Starr. She is, I think the why I follow her is because she is a poet. She writes poems. So her name is Jessica Star with a double R on Instagram. Every time she posts something, it hits my soul. I don't know why, I don't know how. She really speaks about for, you know, women and whatnot. So I like that. Number two, Gordita Applebum. Exactly what it sounds like. It's exactly like the song. She is a recent graduate from USC. She got her master's. I'm not sure what. I don't remember. But she's very inspirational. And um, she posts a lot of memes that I can relate to. And she talks about, you know, being the girl from the hood. And even though, you know, I don't exactly look like the girl from the hood 
I think a lot of people see me this way even now when I'm at work. I, I feel it sometimes. And you can take the girl out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the girl, even though I still live in Compton, you know. So, I think that, I don't know. You know, I don't even know. I don't have my words right. Another Instagram that I follow and check pretty much daily is Tea Tenders. It's sort of like um, Baller Alert. It's a gossip Instagram. But they have really sort of built a community. Um, the host, oh, crap, I can't remember her name, Liv. Okay, so, yeah. And, I mean, it's gossip. It's not pretty, but it's the, they, they, for some reason, have a lot of exclusive sort of stories and know things that other people don't know, so you should follow them. And another Instagram is Undocumedia, so that's a foundation, and I don't know if you guys remember when there was this boy in Anaheim who was being harassed by the cops, so I think they really helped the family sort of speak out against cops which is hard to do even in california and stuff like that so um they do a lot of things for the people in the community i guess we don't really see it because we just see memes on the internet but they are cool i like them you should follow them and i'm pretty sure you do because they're pretty popular and i'm not sure if they're from compton but definitely they have some ties to compton so Yes, those are my favorite Instagrams. Stay tuned for YouTubers and rappers. <laughs> so, right, my favorite rappers. This is actually a pretty short list. Usually the list is longer. Number one, G Perico. So he's from South Central LA. Um, a lot of blue imagery going on right there. Uh, I, I don't, let me tell you, I don't remember how I list, started listening to him must have been oh man i'm really trying to remember but i know i found him online by myself it wasn't like something where a guy posted a song and i was like oh my god i love that song um why am i not saying anything um, well i'll just say that i love him i love his aesthetic he's cute he's pretty i like him my favorite song by him or whatever content is called finally off parole i don't know why it doesn't have as much views as the others it's, it's a lot it's i think i really like it why am i blushing here what <laughs> all right so number two vin staples and let me tell you about vin staples Ugh, i said that so wrong i i need to drink something I don't know, man. My allergies are acting up. Not that you needed to know that. I watched a lot of Vin Staple videos before I actually listened to Vin Staples. I found him through a song called Cripping. And the comments said, Vin Staples is the friendliest looking crip ever. And I I really liked his, his sort of sound. So I just started searching for his music and that's how i started listening to him number three megan the stallion she's from houston i found her in cypher i don't remember how i think when you listen to rap a lot of things just come up in the 
suggested sort of thing. All right. So let's see if I can get through the YouTubers in three minutes. Number one, Philip DeFranco. Um, he says he's neutral. He tries to present the news neutral. I think he's a lot more conservative than he knows, in my opinion. And I don't know. People just shit on him uh, from every side. If he, like, <laughs> I don't even know. I unsubscribed him, but now I have to search for his video every day. I know, right? I think before the politics started dividing us all, I really liked his videos, but now it's politics all the time, and I don't feel like politics all the time. So number two, Kathleen Lights. She's the only beauty YouTuber that I watch these days because she's the only one that I think is just genuine, and she's sweet. I like her. She's really nice. And she talks pretty openly about her anxiety, which is a struggle that a lot of us have. Number three, Rich Lux. Rich Lux is a sort of drama channel, but his drama channel is... It's really nice. There's nothing malicious about it. He presents things in a comedic way, so I really like him. Number four, Wendy Williams. I watch a lot of Wendy Williams on YouTube because... Girl, I'm not going to turn on my TV. Although I should. My mom bought me a, like, 50 something inch flat screen i should check that out now and then i just wanted to give some honorable mentions to blair white i know you guys would be like uh so you're just a latina who listens to blair white a conservative uh, listen i think she's a very sane conservative i don't always agree with everything she says but she's really really smart and she puts things out so coherently for everyone to understand so yeah i like her so shan booty i don't know if you guys heard about her she's uh talks about sex and relationships another beauty youtuber that taylor in the comments i always see that she's sort of monotone i know don't you love that finally someone who isn't screaming in your face and number Oh, actually, there's no number to this. It's just honorable mentions. Jeremy Johns. He does movie reviews. Oh, my God. I love his voice. I don't know why. And I don't... All right. Let me know who's your favorite YouTuber. Leave a comment down below. And I'll start watching them. So, all right. I'm definitely going to talk about pet adoption. So, this podcast is going to be a little bit longer than the other ones. Okay. So if you're still here, it means you might have wanted to hear about pet adoptions. But guess what? That boat has sailed. That boat takes 20 minutes. And I don't have 20 minutes, you guys. I'm done. I'm done recording for the day. It's such a struggle. I challenge everyone to start a podcast. You guys think that it's just all... Sparkles and glitters and butterflies. No, I've been recording since 1 p.m. It's 3 p.m. All right, so and you know what? I feel like coffee. I drank coffee. I drank soda. I feel like coffee again. It's so wrong. It's so so wrong. I can't even with myself. This is why I'm like jittery sometimes because of all the caffeine. But at the same time, I have crashed. I think I should try the matcha tea thing, but but I like coffee. The reason I drink coffee is for coffee. I would drink coffee even if it didn't have caffeine. I drink it for the sugar also. What? Okay. You guys, I'm in a funk. I think people get very, very touchy. 
or very, very judgy when you say the D word. Now, what is the D word? The D word is depression. So from now on, I'm going to refer to the D word as the funk, okay? I'm going through a little bit of a funk right now. It's not a smelly funk, although I actually haven't showered, so it might be a smelly funk. It's so wrong, man. It's so wrong. Anyways, I'm going to I could also talk about it as an episode. I'm going through a bit of an episode right now. I have to shower. I have to I have to and then I have to convince myself to go to the lake and take some pictures. And I have to convince myself to not watch Charm until 3 a.m. in the morning because I'm on vacation and I think that I deserve to, but I really shouldn't. Anyways, yes, people get really, really judgy when you talk about the funk. They're like, you guys, that, that you should go just it's private information, go talk to a therapist. And I would like to think I'm open about the funk, but I'm really, really not at all open about the funk, you guys. I'm afraid, like, my coworkers and my boss will hear me talk about the funk and judge me based on the funk, you know? I know a lot of people experience the funk. I know a lot of people have episodes of the funk, but for the most part, on my day-to-day basis... I never, ever, ever have felt comfortable enough to say, I'm going through the funk, you guys. I'm going through it. The only time I ever felt comfortable talking about the funk was when I took a women's history class. And there were just feminists everywhere. And we were all like, yes, bitch. The funk is real. And the funk is gone. But I'm, I've joined a couple of clubs at the school I'm going to go to. Perhaps we might talk about the funk. I joined the uh, the equality club. I joined the anthropology club. I joined... Yes, I'm all about it. I'm trying to create a life. You guys, my sister got her driver's license in three weeks or less. She just started driving and she passed. And I still don't have a driver's license. And I feel like shit. And school starts in two weeks and I don't have a driver's license. And I have night school, so... I'm going to just get out this funk and get a driver's license. And also get out this funk and shower and go to the lake. Yeah. But it's so far. It takes so long to get there. Oh, no. All right. Hopefully by the time we talk on Wednesday, I'm done with the funk. For, for a little bit, you know. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. I would say I love you guys, but I don't love all of you guys. I love some of you guys. Most of you guys. For the rest of the ones that I don't love, God loves you. Unless you don't believe in God, then... Yo, nobody loves you! Okay, you see, I'm being extra silly right now. Alright, I'll talk to you later. Bye.